Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Kristen Bell and Lanisha Roberts with Review Taylor. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Lee. I am so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Review Taylor. How are you serving folks? Yeah, yeah. So Review Taylor is an HR tech platform right now focused on performance management, performance management reviews. And we do our very best to uh, enable employees and managers to have a more equitable and time optimized experience when it comes to performance reviews. So what was the genesis of the idea? How did this even come about? Yeah, so very funny story. Lanisha and I met in a Facebook group and kept in contact, and we started just to share our passions around uh, having equitable outcomes in the workplace for people, having very similar pain points. Lanisha from more of a manager, people leader perspective, myself from an HR practitioner perspective, and decided that our current tools that we use around performance management were not solving for the root cause of the problem, which is saving time and um, equity within the process. And so we said, why not us? Let's solve this problem together. So now walk us through what it's like for a typical performance review happening right now in corporate America. Is it is it just super biased and subjective or is it really getting to the heart of who are my real true, you know, high performers and who are, are not? Great question, Lee. So a typical performance review today, say, is a very clunky, uh, and in some organizations, manual process. If, if you were to ask 100 managers what was their most painful time of the year, I'm pretty sure at least 90% of those would say performance review time frame. The reason for that is because oftentimes um, managers have to keep track of employee performance highlights, if they are. Let's just start there. If they are keeping track of it uh, in a potentially a spreadsheet or some disconnected data source. And so when it's time for that annual or semi-annual or whatever the cadence is, a review cycle, they're having to reference various different sources to piece together one review for a single employee. And assuming that manager has multiple employees, this could be a, a very tedious process. And through that process, it can often lead to biases in the overall performance review process. You know, some biases that creep into the process could be halo or recency bias where, you know what, I can't quite remember what you did 12 months ago, but I know this one thing you did last week. And so let me just highlight that and use that to support your overall performance for the year. Now, I, I have talked with several people in um, large organizations, and they run into this. They, too, as an individual, they dread this performance review time because they never can remember all the stuff. And then a lot of times they don't. They dismiss some things that might be really important. And then, like you said, the recency effect where they remember the latest thing. So I was coaching them to 
just put a folder in your, you know, in your desk and just start just throwing stuff in there as you're accomplishing things, just so you remember the things that happened 12 months ago, because you're never going to remember, you know, by going through your calendar or however you're doing it now, it just seems so inefficient. But if you have somebody wrote a note complimenting you or you have some success, throw it in this folder so you have at least data to support your, your, you know, whatever you're trying to accomplish from a promotion or a raise. Yeah, and that's a really good point, Lee. And something that you you point out there is that employees will still have to make the effort of creating whatever that performance highlight was or going into the system to uh, update their goals. And that could be through whatever system that they're currently using today or if it's just being kept on a spreadsheet or via email. Uh, But the one thing that I think really also sets Review Taylor apart in this space is that for managers and employees, that information can now be tracked in one system, right? A centralized location. And at the time of the performance review, our system allows for all of those notes and those performance highlights that have been gathered and the goal updates to now generate a review for you, summarizing those accomplishments with the click of a button somewhere between six to eight seconds. And so that's also saving some time. That's also supporting, um, removing some of that recency bias or even some of the affinity bias if um, there is, you know, just not the recollection of the data that's been there and the accomplishments from throughout the year. So I think it's a really important piece that that is missing today from a lot of the systems and the processes that we use. So even if um, employees are currently using a system where it doesn't have that ability to pull everything in, um, they can still use what we have as a, our single user solution where they can create their own review and then add that into their current system. Does this uh, prevent some of, some people are just better at these reviews and they're better at spinning, you know, something that might be kind of minor into something major just because that's their personality. They're good at it. And other people are not good at it where they kind of downplay the the contributions they make. Is Does this kind of help each of that out so that the manager has a truer picture of what's really happening? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, the training that companies will give their employees and their managers about how to write a performance review will translate differently depending on how that information was delivered, how the employee and or the manager um, was able to adopt it. And so I think what AI does in this case, generative AI does in this case, is it levels the playing field, right? It, it creates a space of access for people to be able to use something or system or technology that can help them to write and really thoroughly explain what they've accomplished throughout the year. Now, do you have um, any data to support the hypothesis that it's inefficient that there's biases that are affecting performance that the people with the highest performance aren't necessarily being rewarded in the same manner as they should be. And maybe the people there's people in the lower end that aren't being, um, you know, accounted for in that manner as well. Is there kind of data to support, uh, this is a better, uh, mousetrap. I'll tell you what data we do have, Lee. We did a survey back in the beginning of the spring where we talked to, a number of different employees, um, managers, as well as HR administrators who would be overseeing a performance review process. 
Uh, and I want to say over 50% of those survey respondents really felt that there was a huge opportunity to create a more equitable practice within the performance review. The only other data that I would encourage organizations and people to look at is take a look at the demographic makeup of the organization, right? If you are able to see that a certain population of people are not advancing in the organization at similar rates, then there is an opportunity to really take a step back and assess and determine, are we evaluating talent in a way that is fair and and that is equitable? Do we have a clear criteria that has been identified for saying what is top talent? And those are usually conversations that don't happen very often. And so many organizations are still operating from practices that are and could be outdated. Um, So that is the data that I would encourage people to reflect on is what does your current organization look like and what do you, what people processes have been reviewed to uh, to change that if it's not a favorable outcome. Now, is this for the leadership of the organization? Is this something that is solving a problem that is a pain point for them right now? Or is this kind of a nice to have? This would be great if we were able to do this. But, you know, by not knowing exactly if our performance reviews are optimal or optimized, it, you know, across the board, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of uh, a wash. Like, the, you know, you win some, you lose some. But is this something that they're really missing out on opportunities? Are they really uh, missing out on talent uh, because they're not rewarding the right people effectively? Like, is this something that is a true pain point or is it something that's a kind of a nice to have? I'm sure. So I, I will say that Review Taylor is solving for two pain points, uh, one of those being the time aspect. And there is data, uh, numerous data available. Uh, one of those metrics is that on average, uh, a manager spends 210 hours a year just on the performance management process. Um, so we know that this is a pain point, not just experience in isolation in individual locations or organizations, but it's something that's shared across the, the board. Um, so with our solution, um, part of our, our, our aim is to truly address that time piece. And so because it's such a tedious process, there are folks who are often, um, you know, truly left out of that process from a developmental standpoint because if the review is just done to check a box, for example, because it's a tedious process, then we miss valuable opportunities to truly nurture and develop and hold these crucial conversations with the employees during these, not just in the annual review stages, but also various points throughout the year. And I'll also add on to what Lanisha shared there, something that comes to mind for me as a true HR executive here is cost-saving mechanisms. And so when you think about traditional HR, you think about a non-revenue generating function. However, it is your people function and it is the function that drives the employee's experience throughout their time at the organization and what their experience can be like post leaving the organization. And cost-saving mechanisms really contribute a lot to the bottom line, such as being able to retain employees, being able to develop the talent that you need internally, creating a culture of engagement that that translates into productivity. 
um, which can then translate into, you know, how you're able to acquire a new business or market expansion or innovation for different ideas, ideas that can drive revenue. So being able to get employees the information that they need to continue their development, you know, largely benefits the organization. And we want to find a way to make it easier for the employees and the manager. I think that's a definite area of concern and should be a priority to any organization that wants to be successful and go the distance. Yeah, I agree. I think that if you um, talk about it in terms of culture, that you're not leaving anybody behind, that everybody is going to get kind of a fair shake at this, then you have an opportunity to really, you know, kind of visibly practice what you preach when you say people are your most important asset here is to say, I'm treating everybody equally here and everybody's going to to kind of get the same treatment. It's not going to be as affected by bias as these other more subjective ways of doing performance reviews. And I think that that could help in retention and in also acquiring the talent that you need to grow and to demonstrate that you actually do care about the people. Oh, yeah. Lee, it sounds like you're already a believer and we need to get you access to Review Taylor. <laughs> well, what how like how does it work for like, say I'm in. What do I have to do in order to make this tool work for me? Yeah. So there's uh, two approaches here. Uh, one is a for a for a single user solution. So, Lee, if um, if business radio uh, or radio X is using a system that is not currently review tailored, and maybe you still want to make the process easier for yourself as an individual, we offer a freemium model where you can uh, still download the solution and create an account, and you can keep your performance highlights there, and you can still generate your review. You'll just need to either export it as a PDF or download it or copy and paste it. And then the second piece of that um, is if you are a small business or a business that has less than 500 employees, then you have the option of exploring one of our packages and, and being able to pick the right plan for you and your organization and having that customized hands-on support to getting this implemented and um, in access for all of your employees. So um, you can do that just by going to uh, booking a demo on our website, uh, reviewtailor.com. And uh, one of our uh, team leaders will reach out to you to to provide that support. So your target, you're really, I mean, I would imagine your main goal is to get in front of HR people in uh, companies under 500 employees. Like the more of those you could reach, the better. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be for our business solution. And again, we we do have another option available for those uh, who may be at organizations where their HR team is not budging or they maybe they just signed a contract that they're locked into as an individual contributor or an employee, you can still use that. And even as a manager, um, you can still uh, use the single user version and create a review for your employees. And again, so we have two different audiences there. We have just the individual contributor, the manager for the single user, and then for the business solution, we want those uh, small organizations that really care about their people and who care about getting it right early on in their journey. Well, thank you both so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much. We are very passionate about this space and hoping that we're creating the the impact that will outlast us both. Yep. And that website one more time is reviewtailor.com. Thank you both.
Awesome. Thank you, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio.